Hi everybody, Paul Asaganich here to welcome you to yet another episode of Adventures in Customer Service. Joining me in the studio today is a longtime friend of mine, Andrew Lawson. Just a warning, this one might get a little weird. So buckle your seatbelts, let us take the wheel, and enjoy. All right, you ready to get started? Yeah, yeah. Hello everybody, this is Adventures in Customer Service, episode three. No Kara today, but I do have the wonderful guest, Andy Lawson. Andy, say hello. Hello everybody out there. I Andrew Lawson here, coming from what, I guess it's sunny Canton, Ohio. Yeah, I say Canton, North Canton area. It is what it is. <sighs> Sometimes you just gotta like take the snow and shit weather. You don't choose like, Canton, Canton chooses you. Yeah. <laughs> so. And though it seems like you're stuck here, you try to move, mm -hmm. you come back. Uh, yep, yeah, Move to Florida for a year. Fort Lauderdale was like, I'd rather be in Stark. What? I don't know. You're not the first person to get tell me those stories. It's weird. It's weird. So what what what's all this podcast about, Paul? Tell me. Podcast about well, it's basically what it sounds like. Adventures in customer service where we swap these kind of wacky stories and things that have happened to us in our many years of customer service. I myself have done retail for like seven years, gas station for a couple of years, the firework shop, which I've never even brought up on this podcast. That's got its own stories. <laughs> but um yeah, man, you've been in the industry for a while, right? Uh, yeah, I've, in total, I've got 15 years of on-job work. That is to say, not working in some farm or mowing lawns for money. Right. But I've done, altogether, it's something like eight years in food service, and the rest runs food service and maintenance, handyman work, painting, plumbing, drywall. <laughs> so do you like it or, or no? Uh... Yeah, I'd say actually the reason that, and it runs across the gamut of all the things, all the places that I've worked and a lot of people that I've worked with have kind of the same idea. It's when you work in so with the public, when you work with the public, you do it because you don't mind helping people at your own expense. I guess. I mean, it takes a certain kind of person to do it. And like Karen and I talked about before, people that have not worked with the public do not get it. <laughs> like, yeah. they just, you can always tell. Like, I was going through the drive through last night at a fucking rallies, and you know they take forever, right? And mm -hmm. while I'm waiting to order, I, I get to the window, and the girl's like, hey, give me one minute. So I was just sitting there, yep. and the guy behind me started yelling at me after like a minute. I'm like, do you think I'm just sitting here ordering for three minutes straight? Because it's fun. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, like he was just like, come on. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. dude, if you're in the drive-thru for rallies, you're not in that big of a hurry. I'm sorry. That's yeah. just how it goes. Like, sorry. Like, that's how life is. Uh, one of the analogies that I use for customer service to explain to people who've never done it because mm -hmm. I've met them and I've heard, I've heard the dumb complaints from people about customer service. Oh, why couldn't they just do this? Or, yeah. oh, why, you know, why, why did I have to wait? And a lot of times... It's like a family holiday meal. It's like Thanksgiving. Like yeah. if for a server, when a family comes in and they've got unruly kids or yeah. an upset mom and dad, or they're just overwhelmed with taking care of their three children mm -hmm. in a restaurant surrounded by people, and now as a server or a busboy or a cook, you have to interact with these people. It's like being surrounded by your in-laws at a holiday meal. You can't yeah. get away from them. <laughs> oh, there's too much ice in my water. Nancy, this turkey's just terrible. Over in the corner, the kids are tearing stuff up and throwing crayons, yeah. but it's not in your house. Yeah, and you, you can't even really say shit. Yeah, yeah, well, you can't tell these people, oh, you're being very rude. Why? Well, your kid keeps screaming. That's what kids do. And 
there's no good way to explain to someone who's never been in the position of having to tell somebody they don't know on like a personal basis. Hey, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you try to say it in like such so the many most ways. polite way. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, I kind of taught myself not to blow up on people because I was mm -hmm. like, if you let that happen to you every time, you'll lose your goddamn mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we have people go through Burlington with their kids, shit-filled diapers, kids just screaming their head off, and the parents just totally ignoring hey, them. Oh yeah. Either that or I get the opposite where there's like a mom telling her kids like, beating, shut the fuck up, yeah, shut the fuck up, the I'm going to beat your ass when you get out of here. It's like, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And like yeah. that makes my skin crawl when I hear that stuff. I'm like, if she acts like that out in public, what is, you know what I mean? At home, what she do to that kid? Makes you appreciate your family a whole lot better. Well, and well, on, my family. <laughs> yeah. On that note yeah, of yeah. the difference between out in public and at home, yeah. being a maintenance guy, mm -hmm. I've. I, you know, I'll do a house call and say someone's toilet doesn't work. I'll go to their house. Yeah. Unlike when you're in food service, a lot of times, even if someone's going to, you know, like Fazoli's or Olive Garden, mm -hmm. they're going to put on a pair of pants that doesn't have stains on it. Hopefully. So there's a, like a level, even, even at their even worst. Even at Olive Garden, like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty low level and, shit. And so. even yeah. at their worst mm -hmm. in that kind of environment oh i i just didn't get enough breadsticks yeah. i'm gonna complain about the amount of croutons in my salad or something some mundane i'm thing paying like this that. all garden money i expect yes. a little more bang yeah now you go into that person's home yeah and you're in their space rather yeah. than them being in yours yeah and you can't say anything about the seven cats <laughs> or yeah. the dog poop under mm -hmm. the furnace yeah. when they tell you oh my house stinks and i can't figure out why and you <laughs> cannot like you dodge. absolutely am you're not allowed to say like yeah. well sir i've seen your bathroom and i could smell you as i got out of my car you were in your house yeah. and i could already smell you i know what the smell is <laughs> oh oh you know what it is your next door neighbor has a washer and dryer and you're smelling their dryer sheets and you think that that's a bad smell wow. because you got used to your stank. And I can't, what am I supposed to say to this guy? Do you just like look around and pretend to like I, find I, it? No, I have to find a way to very politely be like, well, I think it's the scent of scented dryer sheets that okay. maybe you're smelling. And he's like, oh, well, it gives me a headache. And, oh, and it's like, well, I would assume that like, the smegma growing around <laughs> your body is what's giving you more damage in the olfactory nerve Dude. than this lady's laundry sheets. Yeah. But what do you say? What, how, how do you say something like that to a person? You, I don't know if I could. Like. And that's part of the wonderful part about my job when I get to... Because yeah. a lot of times when faced with a situation like that, I'll smile mm. and I'll just say it. I'll, I'll pull the Band-Aid off fast, so to say. Yeah. And just be like... Well, sir, I think what you're smelling is lavender from dryer sheets, and I'm not sure why that would give you a headache or affect your health in any way, but as far as I can tell, there's no chemicals, and there's nothing that can harm you that's in the air. Yeah. So maybe if you wanted to talk to your neighbor and see if she could get unscented dryer sheets, and that sounds really professional. Yeah. When in my head, like I said, I'm trying to say, dude... You have body cheese. Yeah, like you fucking stink, yes. bro. There, there is there is a certain <laughs> yeah. scent that comes with that. Yeah. That's beyond, like a BO smell mm -hmm. is normal. And everybody who's worked in food service yeah. or in customer service yeah. has had that person walk up to the counter where you're hit by a wave oh, of yeah. bad cheese smell. And mm -hmm. you kind of got to like, 
close your eyes and plug your nose up from inside your head. Start talking nosily because you're not trying yeah. to breathe this guy's like Dude, this air. one lady, I won't say her name, but uh, I worked with her and like everybody complained about this. But like she smelled like a dead body. Yeah. And she loved to talk to you about her son and like all this stuff. And she'd be like, oh, there you are. Like, let me tell you what happened to <laughs> and, like she just go on and on and on. And you're just like, oh, my God. And like I would scoot away. Trying to like scoot away nonchalantly, then she'd come any closer because like, oh, I you know, like let me get closer so you can hear me. <laughs> and eventually, I'm like, I think I think they're calling me up front. Do you hear that? I gotta go and just like run away, like. Ugh. And well, and that's yeah. remember that's even just coworkers. Yeah. What do you do when a customer comes up and has to stand? That guy who wants to stand on your leg or over your shoulder, right? As you do something. Oh, hey, can I get a price check on this? And instead of him letting you go and do it, and then you coming back to where he is, so he has the opportunity to keep looking. Maybe he'll mm -hmm. find something else he wants. This customer follows you to the service desk, around the service desk, where he's not supposed to be. You start keying in, and you realize that you can feel his breath on right. the back of your neck. And you're like, I I don't really know how to tell you, like, uh, are you trying to take me on a date? What is this? No, like I can for feel me, your lips. I learned a lot of tactics. I worked at Burlington for a long time. So A, I would say the coworker that smells is much worse because oh, you yeah. gotta deal with them all the time. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're chatty, which she was, it's like, yeah. And like I said, everybody complained about it. It's like, you have to know. That's like, that how, but how do you politely tell yeah. somebody where it's like, I can't stand yeah. your smell? Like mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah, customer, like I've just learned with people if they want a price tick, I'll be like, yep, yeah, I'm going to run this up to the front. I'll be right back. Like I don't even give them a chance to like fucking follow me. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm out of there. Like, no, you stay here. I'll go up. I was always do yeah. nice in service like that where I'd be like, oh, I'll, you know, if I'll be right back, if you want to stay here, you can. Or if you want to come with me, I can tell you exactly what the price is. No, just, I, I just, the people that shop there, I mean, it's like anywhere else. There's some cool people that shop there, but all the assholes that stick out in your head and take up that mental real estate. And it's like, yeah, I just eventually I just learned my tactic there is just walk around really fast like you have a purpose no matter what you're mm -hmm. doing. Yep. <laughs> if someone sees you moseying around, like they'll latch onto you. Now you're the personal shopper. And it's like, hey, man, um, I found this in the extra largest, but do you have it in a small? First of all, why the fuck are you shopping in extra uh -huh. largest yeah. if you want it in a small? And it's like, like second of all, use your fucking eyeballs. That's where all uh -huh. the T-shirts are. There's not hiding anywhere else. It's like, come on, dude. And it's like, I get it. Like, people just want to ask for help sometimes and stuff. But it's like, once you get burnt out, like, and that's the thing. People don't understand. They'll come in and be like, man, that you, this guy that works here is being a total dick. It's like, do you have no idea what I've been going through today, every day? Like, I just got done yelling at management because they don't do shit. And it's like, I'm just fuming right now. And it's just, yeah. So like I said, I, I try not to let that shit get to me. But it's more of my coworkers and stuff that would get to me than the customers, honestly. Uh... I would I would go with it my job. Only 25% of the problems arise because of coworkers. Because a lot of times in my line of work when you're dealing with, with the maintenance stuff. Yeah, electricians yeah. and plumbers. You guys are more of a team, I think. Well, yeah. they I, I well, would I don't they, know. they're not so much a team as these guys like the electrician, he went to school okay. and has like he's certified to yeah. do electric from you know, a whole house. He could do a box. Yeah, and you trust that guy. But yeah, where yeah. I'm not, I can't. Or our AC guy went to HVAC school, and he's got licenses to carry the coolant. And that's, we're subcontractors. So we, we're kind of independent. And when you get into something like food service of Burlington, sometimes it's some 17-year-old 
mm-hmm. who just can't find their ass with both hands. <laughs> and you're like, so I need yeah. you to take the UPCs off of this box, write them down, take them to the front, pin them in under their UPC codes for returns. And then that kid just looks at you like, I didn't say that again. Yeah, right. I missed you at I'm going to need you to. And then his brain shut off and you're like, oh, oh God. Well, dude, what, what's even worse is like, I'd almost rather that than we like have one guy in particular who didn't last very long. But they came in, um, we're going to reorganize the toys. We're going to do like boys, then girl stuff now or something like that. I'd be like, all right. And I explained to him, but you get it. He's like, yeah. Cool, I'm like, all right, cool, get on it, and I'm going to go do some other stuff. And he'd be like, you're right on, gotcha. And then, like, end of the day, he leaves, and it didn't get done. And uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you just lied to my face. <laughs> like, yeah. you do it all the time. Got it, Roger. I'm like, either tell me you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, or... <laughs> or, like, you know, just, like, fucking ask for help or something. Or like, don't... tell me, hey, I don't know exactly what I'm doing Yeah, like, come on. That's all I'm asking. Like, if I'm being... I need to know if I'm being confusing or something, you know? But I think I made it pretty clear. It's, like, not a hard job. Like, a monkey could do my job there hang up their clothes pick up people's masks because people just throw clothes on the floor and shit that's another point of contention for me while in servicing the public yeah how much you see someone might be like i am an upstanding citizen i'm good person yeah and they'll walk into a mcdonald's and mcdonald's won't have lettuce Mm mm-hmm and that that person loses their mind. Yeah, they just go crazy. It's like, where did you get this entitlement that you just get everything you want instantly? It's like, it's that American mindset, dude. It's bad. And and on that same note, I've seen workers who have that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I I shouldn't have to do anything. Oh, yeah. Or I, I um, in the maintenance that I work, we have a main office where all of the people who work on property management and mm-hmm. rent collection and stuff like that, where they all work, all the paperwork goes. And there's a girl in there who she just, she's supposed to do a job and she's more or less on her phone mm-hmm. trying to like keep up with her friends and everything. And her excuse is I'm depressed. You know like, I can't depressed? get my workload done. Social media. Yeah, because I'm depressed, <laughs> yeah. so I need time to decompress. So all the other girls in that office have to pick up her slack. Oh, fuck that. And that means yeah. they aren't getting paid anymore. She's getting paid to just sit there on her phone. And yeah. if anybody says anything, it's like, oh, well, I have a medical condition. I'm fuck medically that. depressed. I don't have to work. And in my mind, I wonder, like, what? Why are you working here then? Yeah. If Why didn't we hire you? On a disability or something exactly. like that, that's something different. But if you're just some lazy bitch, guess what? Sitting on your ass all day makes you depressed. Going on Facebook makes you depressed. Especially when yeah. you're just reading the same yeah. articles. Losing over your job and over makes and over you over. depressed too. So mm-hmm. fucking do something. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I've heard her complain about is oh, no one in the office likes me. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you make them work twice as hard yeah. to keep you afloat so that you get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I would be upset too, you dummy. It's the same, like, you've never, you've worked in kitchens, but you've never been yeah. a server, have you? Um, I have been a bus, like, I've been front of house, everything but server. Okay, because I always thought that everybody splitting tips equally is fucking bullshit too. That is... Like, I would state that's a different matter depending on venue. Okay, so if it's like a nice restaurant, like my um, server kicks ass, I want him to get that extra money, not the other people. Yes. They should be kicking ass too, and if now, they don't, then yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, why doesn't the chef get 
because the whole reason you came out was to get meal. Yeah. And if you had a really good meal, but that server was like, oh, this is the cherry on top. I'm going to make you feel very welcome. Yeah. Then why not tip the chef? He's the whole reason you came out. He's the reason if his, if he didn't do his job right, you know yeah. that server's not going to get their tip. Yeah. So why is it when he does his job right, you tip the server? Yeah. And or when he doesn't do his job right, you don't tip the server, and then he just stays the same. Yeah, or we do the you know thing that every other country does and get rid of the tip system. Exactly. <laughs> Our server's a living wage, because uh -huh. why the fuck do we pay them like four bucks an yes. hour? Who the fuck came up with that? Like, that seems like, isn't that criminal? Like, <laughs> it's very strange. Well, because yeah, if you, like, if you think about it from the... Um, Think about the opposing standpoint of if you were going out to eat, rather than think of, I'm willing to spend up to this much. Yeah. Think of it the opposite way. Instead of saying, I'll spend up to $30, mm -hmm. saying, I'll spend $30 and down. Okay. And so you yeah. start by saying, no matter what, this person's going to get $8 of my money. Okay. Because I'm going out on a Saturday night. Things yeah. are busy. They're going to have to bust their ass just to keep my glass full. They're getting 8 bucks, no matter what. And then work your way down and say, okay, now I've got X amount of money. Yeah. And I can really afford kind of around this much meal. That's an economic way of doing it, mm -hmm. but people don't do that. They go out and they think of it almost like the banquet at, at a feast where it's like, yeah. ooh, I have every option. Mm -hmm. Not I should limit my options to be economical. Yeah. It's mm, the world is my oyster. So like I said – when you are paying a server, why is it that a server who's young and pretty gets more tips than an old lady? Because she's young and pretty. Yeah. But her job is totally predicated on the cook. True. So if the food's shit, the food's shit. Yes. <laughs> like your waiter and can't do the, much The example it. that uh, chefs yeah. use for stuff like this is hibachi. Yeah. Why is it that a chef at a five-star Michelin restaurant who makes stuff that blow your mind, you know, mm -hmm. well, in food world in like canton terms, world yeah. like yeah well in like canton that. world they'd be like oh this tastes like weird i don't like it like no that's just aged meat it's fine yeah that... you know um but what you know why is it your hibachi guy gets tips because when you go to the hibachi that guy's working. everybody's yeah. tipping your hibachi guy yeah well i mean yes he's spraying alcohol on your face it's and, all like, performative throwing yeah. stuff yeah well and in what way is that not the same thing as a girl who is in college going to medical school, showing up, and totally putting on an act yeah. of young, happy, pretty, I'm here to serve you. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing, except all she's doing is standing there or grabbing you a thing and bringing it to you, keeping your order correct. Yeah. The whole of her job is predicated on whether that chef can do his job. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of ways, I think we shouldn't tip because you're tipping the wrong people yeah. every time. I mean, yes, a server should get money for a good duty, but... You know, if if you go to the if you go to a car lot and there's a guy who does not sell cars or can't sell cars, you fire that guy. You don't go to the car maker and be like, "You made bad cars." It's like, yeah. no, 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 your salesman is crap. Right. Yeah. So no matter what, I think stuff like busboys, mm -hmm. bartenders, uh, I would state that servers should get tipped, but I think it should be an open notice that when you tip a server it's going to a communal till because yeah. everyone's getting paid yeah a living wage mm -hmm. that's just me on servers <laughs> i so I, you've, you've worked more like on the kitchen side of things then correct yes yeah. i did something like eight years 
either as a line cook or as like managing a section of a line in a yeah, restaurant. So it's uh, some of the craziest stuff you've seen working back there. Um, home, I uh, <laughs> I watched a lady who is a manager um, sharpening a knife mm-hmm. look away for a moment. And when you sharpen a knife on a knife sharpener, you should be striking inward. Mm-hmm. You can strike inward towards yourself if, if the thumb grip is wide enough. But if it's not, you should strike away. But that means that you can get weird angles on your knife or sharpen it wrong. Anyways, she's sharpening inward like she's supposed to. She looked away for a moment. One time, she took the tendon in between her thumb and pointer finger right out. She was a server for quite some time. I know that up here in Canton, there was a restaurant, which I won't mention because they've done a lot to try to, like, sweep it under the rug a couple years back. Um, a salad chef made someone's salad and cut t- tip of his finger off. Oh, yeah, that was a while, while uh-huh. ago. I know and it went into about. someone's food, and then it made it out to that person. Like, it yeah. made it past the expo, made it past the server, it got to the table. <laughs> yeah. The guy, you know, lady, whoever it was, reached in with a fork and was like, hmm. Yeah. I did not order that. Yeah, like, ah, oh, carrots and that's peas like some and horror movie shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, the thing I think if, I'll never eat out again. You need like, if I remember correctly, yeah. I think that the way they basically saved their butts after that was they canned the whole kitchen. They had no choice. Yeah, you know, you they I just mean, said everyone in here is fired. I'm sorry. I'm sure I've had food that's been gross and didn't know it. But the good part, like someone dropped my steak, like oops, and just threw it back up or something. I just didn't know. But it's like um, as long as I don't know, <laughs> I, I can probably digest it. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't trust every kitchen. I I wouldn't trust every kitchen <laughs> only because I've. I've met the people that work in low well, end kitchens. And you know, like that they run on such a shoestring budget. It's oh, like yeah. we can't afford to throw away that food. So no that's way. why it, like you never order the special. Because the special is a shit that's been sitting like we gotta <laughs> fucking get rid of this. Yeah. This is all fucking gross. So it's like fish soup, like ugh, like no, <laughs> don't don't buy that. You're gonna I would yeah. say that one of the and I don't have a problem saying it now, one of the most rewarding times I had in a kitchen was at a Carabas. Yeah. Where that was your favorite? quality work environment you know everything money mm-hmm. the pay everything was worth it and i because i used to hate gordon ramsay yeah but once i worked in a kitchen that had high turnover like that carabas up here used to i don't know if it does anymore it used to waver between like number five and number three out of like two 275 or something oh, like shit. carabas in the country they did in, insane business um Forget where I was going with that. <laughs> we were talking about. Um, oh, we're, um, yeah. uh, I used to hate Gordon Ramsay, but then when I got into Carabas, I met a guy. I'll just say his name is Mike. I won't go into his last name. <laughs> he enough. was um, one of the hardest kitchen managers I've ever met. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like boot camp, where it's the, like you're gonna hate me, but yeah. the more you hate me, the more you're gonna learn. Like I'm, I'm, I'm evil but fair. We're like, what? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> The, and, the fair part's the important part. Well, so if you're just because, a dick, yeah. yeah well, but, in yeah. reality, he'd be really harsh over small mistakes, but you never made those mistakes again. And that meant that I could look around, everyone around me, mm-hmm. I knew that they weren't going to do like small, stupid things. Then yeah. a normal person walking in the kitchen, oh, I can't find a knife. What do they do? They turn to you and say, hey, do you know where the knife is? Yeah. It's like, how old are you? Are you in a kitchen? Are you working a job? 
go go find the knife. I if if you don't see me using it right now, yeah. I probably don't know where it is as much as you don't. So the only thing that I'm going to do that's different from you is I'm going to look around and go, "Nope." Where you should actually have already just gone and looked for it. Yeah, you're wasting my time. Exactly. You're wasting your time. And I like yeah. I I enjoyed, you know, it was kind of hard in the beginning to have me such a almost like timid in a new environment. Yeah. You know, 18 years old going into this food service thing being like, uh, excuse me, uh, do you do you know where the whisk is? <laughs> and having someone just be like, no. <laughs> and then just go back to work and have me be like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I remember my first day at Burlington. Um, it was like after I went to a Halloween party the night before, so I was hungover. And I go in that evening, and Joy, she's not one of the main managers. She won't care if I say her name. Um, but she's like an assistant manager. And even not then at the time she wasn't, but she was closing the store, and it was only supposed to be managers closing the store, which I found out later. So she's super pissed already. And um, I remember asking her, because I was just kind of walking around the men's apartment, like I had no idea what to do. And I seen her, I was like, hey, Joy, um, is there anything particular you want me to do? Or I did like the fitting room. She's like, just pick shit up. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So and I was like, I'm just going to hang out. And like, I'm actually like, I got cool with her eventually. But like, she's one of those people who are like, oh my God, these fucking kids are screaming today. They're driving me crazy. I'm like, how can this, how can you let it drive you crazy every single day? Like, you know, it's going to happen every day. Just like train your brain. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if you like, like, so I talked about before, you know, it's going to uh -huh. happen. And it's like, I get it. Cause like I, my fuse goes off sometimes too, but it's like, just go in the break room or something. But like literally every time, oh my God, these screaming kids, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself. If I hear another, this fucking... is your job. I'm sorry. This is your <laughs> these job. These fucking fat bitches in the fitting room. I can't <laughs> fucking stand it <laughs> she just loses her mind but that's not just she's just a venter though like that's how it is so like usually she just does that and then she's okay that could crack a joke and she'll start laughing or whatever but oh my god that place i won't do other like name drops but it's just a bunch of old bitches that just complain about everything people smile to your face like oh mm -hmm. hey paul then like they talk shit behind my back and i was like the only guy pretty much working there so I just took all the brunt for everything. And like I told management that several times. Like, you ever notice how they all fucking gang up on me about shit? It's like like the one lady who's in the break room all the time. So she complained about how everybody else is in the break room all the time. And you're like, And I was like, pot calling the kettle black, first of all. And I was like, second of all, Jeannie, uh, I'll just say her name because I don't care. She, her department's on the other side of the store from the break room. So how would Jeannie know if everyone's in the break room if she herself was not in there all the time? You know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, think about what she's saying. I was like, she's trying to throw shade at everybody else but and she does her. the same thing oh everybody's lazy no bitch you're lazy yeah. <laughs> so you call everybody else lazy to try to get the heat off of you and it's like come on some people just choose to be miserable and it's like you can tell her anything she can win the lottery and be like oh i gotta pay taxes mm -hmm. i fucking hate my life it's like you, there's nothing you can do to make this woman happy and it's like i don't know like how do you live like that i i had the old women my yeah. first job was the iga yeah and that's what that was, where mm -hmm. all of the, I mean, many of them, once I got to know them, yeah. and once I really kind of interfaced with them on like a work level, and mm -hmm. I kind of understood how they were going, it went from being like, ooh, you're grumpy old bitches, to like, yeah. I understand why you're grumpy old bitches. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a- I understood why. It, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a turn where I went, oh, you know what, I absolve you yeah. of your words and deeds. Mm -hmm. It was more like, you know what, I get it. Yeah. Because when you have- someone come in and they want to use a card to like pay for some mundane thing like cigarettes mm -hmm. and it doesn't go through and it doesn't go through and yeah. it doesn't go through and they're getting more and more angry at and you. And there's a wine going up behind yeah, them too. Yeah, it's your yeah. fault. 
Yeah. No, I'm not the machine. I'm not your card. I'm not you. If you just came in here with what six fifty, yeah. you could have this pack of cigarettes. Yeah. But I, I'm not doing this. Usually, if I touch a diffuse, I'll be like, "Have you been having problems with your card?" And I'll kind of like yeah. ask some questions like that, and then sometimes mm-hmm. I could turn it around to indicate like to be like, "I'm not having success yeah, here." Yeah, because like because there is times when the machines are acting up, and I'll be like, "Hey, our fucking credits down, dude. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do about it." So again, with a situation like that, if you would like to yell at me for a couple minutes, feel free to. I'm not really gonna respond. I'll mm-hmm. say the same thing I did three minutes ago. Okay system's still down so <laughs> what do you yeah nope. th- that's yeah. it that's the end of the conversation there's no resolution i'm sorry <laughs> what do you want some free shit like, yeah oh here here let me just give you this code i'm sorry for your inconvenience this is a 30 dollar yeah. code go on right. you deserve it uh, well because that's what people think you're gonna say is oh you know what just go ahead and take it yeah you deserve fuck you. it that's i'll get like, fired you don't deserve anything yeah you don't deserve shit this, this is about transaction this yeah. is not like yeah. you're a charity case and yeah. I'm here to serve you. Yeah, like, and it's like, sorry, again, if like you got inconvenienced a little bit. But even yeah. even if they are inconvenienced, yeah, they came out knowing that. It's like if someone goes to a restaurant and is like, oh, I'm upset you don't have my grandma's sausage pizza. It's like, yeah, God, it's, well, of course we're not going to have. What kind of pie in the sky yeah. world do you fucking live in that you think there's never going to be lines and like not, you're never uh-huh. going to get inconvenienced? Like, yeah. just oh. understand this part of life. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, like, hey, today, sir, we're out of X, Y, or Z. And they go, really? It's like, yeah. Yeah, really? That's how the world works. No, just kidding. I can't. Exactly. Yeah, what was I going to do? Be like, oh, no, I was just, gotcha. I was joshing yeah, you there. Yeah, what the fuck? Yes, really. And well, and people <laughs> react as though you attacked them. Like this is an affront on them. When oh, in reality, yeah. it's like this is just. I'm sorry, dude. Every time somebody sorry. brings up, they'll take clothes, rip tags off, and then they call something mm-hmm. for a price tag. They'll go, "This, I found it in clearance." Like, I'm like, "Bitch, no, no, you didn't. I put these shirts out like yeah, a week I ago. Put them there. They are not in clearance. It's like fucking stop it, dude. Every time they say, it, I go, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, uh huh. I see. And then I come back and say, "Oh, actually, it wasn't in clearance. It was this. We can give it to you for this price." And sometimes they'll go for it. Sometimes they won't. But they'll straight up take like an eighty dollar pair of Nikes and put like a four ninety nine like T-shirt tag. And it looks like, you know, when we scan it, it says it's like a fucking Calvin Klein t-shirt, right? And not fucking Nike Pro. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, how dumb do you think we are? And then they're like, oh, sorry. Like, okay, like you weren't just trying to do. We get ticket switchers all the time there, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, we know them. Like, yep. you'll see them come in and be like, there's some they, switchers yep. in here. Just look out. Follow them around. That guy. Yep. Yeah. Then you'll find like a pocket, like in the pair of jeans, just stuck. A whole bunch of them. Shit, yep. And sensor pins and like the sensors because people break off the, the sensors. Well, okay, no. Yeah. And I, I found out that all you have to do is get like a magnet. Yeah. For those. And you're just like, well. That's all we use up front. There's still a new but there's people that bring in wire snips and just do that so which is dumb and for the longest time our towers weren't even plugged in <laughs> we finally oh. got new ones but for like five years it's not even yeah popping. and our yeah. policy is like if you see somebody stealing just let them, just let them yep. do it pretty much so it's like why do you even have loss prevention yeah well, it's what totally are you gonna fucking do? pointless hey, you walk out there you might get shot you want to take a break real quick we'll yeah, yeah yeah we'll break real quick right. and then i'll i'll come back with a good tale yeah we'll get some maintenance oh, shit. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you some dirty stories about my first job. (laughs) All right, we're back. Yeah. Hope you didn't miss us. Part two. Deuce. Deuce. Part Um, dux. Yeah. That's how they say it in French, right? Dux. Dux. (laughs) Part two. Nah, I'm uh, going to tell two. One is more of like a wow, that's crazy story. And the other one is more of like a 
creepy ass story for me where well, a lot of stuff doesn't creep me out, but that second story is like, ooh. This is like main. It's like going to people's houses yes, and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the first one happens, I think it was three years ago. Technically, you could find it in the paper. Um, I was working for a company, and it was in the middle of winter. <clears throat> it was one of the colder winters to happen in recent memory. Mm-hmm. And I went out to a mobile home park with another guy because a bunch of water lines frozen in the trailers. We go out, there's like, I think there were six of them because there was only eight trailers in the lot. Yeah. So we go to each one in sequence. One, two, three, four, five, six. And at number six, we go under. It's no different than the others. You lay down, you pull the skirting off, you go up under, you find the water line. You sort of have to touch feel with your hand to see where it's frozen. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's a game of... You know, don't leave it open to the air because you need to thaw it out. Yeah. But you don't want to put everything back because you need to get to it. So you kind of want to move with some speed. So we find that line. And the only thing that we did to this line was to unplug the heat tape. Okay. Which wasn't working anyways. That's why the line froze. So we go out from number six to number one and begin working on it. We get a heat gun and... Basically, you just got to lay there and use an industrial-strength hairdryer on a copper line that's frozen. Very slowly work out that frozen line. Yeah. We're five minutes in. It's 11 at night because that, you know, it's getting really cold. It's snowing. But you got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy from number six, because we had to knock on doors and tell him, hey, you know, we're here for this. If you hear us fumbling around down there please don't shoot us <laughs> yeah. well we've had people answer doors with guns we've had people come home realize someone is there and get their gun search their house and find one of us and be like don't move and have us be like we're the maintenance guy do you not see my tools and like i've got the toilet lifted <laughs> i'm a maintenance you don't need to fucking hold a gun to yeah, my head. Or are you the craftiest sparkler yeah ever? exactly yeah <laughs> oh i'm stealing the family jewels from a guy who lives in downtown canton like what yeah um anyways we're laying under this trailer and the guy from number six he's yeah. got two daughters i've seen him before i've met him he's got one daughter who's very young mm-hmm. so maybe two or three can carry her in, in one arm one daughter was like six. She can walk around, talk, she can hold his hand. It's 11.30 by now. still snowing. It's cold enough that as we breathe, our breath is freezing, our mustaches and beards. Oh, yeah, I've been there. He walks around the corner of this trailer, and very calmly and without like, anything else in his voice, he's like, um, <clears throat> my trailer's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, me and the other guy, Bob, Bob uh, I'm not going to say his last name, Bob yeah. S., look at each other like, okay, what? like, how uh, how bad? Okay, <laughs> so we're both laying down under a trailer, and we yeah. kind of look at each other, and then got to scramble. We scramble. We crawl out from under the trailer. We turn the corner, and the wind is blowing, so there's snow. This guy's trailer has one window on one side facing the street okay. on his bedroom and one window facing in towards the trailer park towards other trailers. Okay. Wind is blowing through one window on the street side and out the side that faces the trailer park. And there's the three-foot tornado of flames coming out of that window yeah. because the air is blowing through it, blowing flames out. Um, 15 minutes, guy's trailer is gone. 
like everything it was a shell the aluminum wow. on the outside from like the waist down that's is crazy. what was left his bedroom was gone his living room was gone his bathroom was gone everything I all the windows were broken that, 15 minutes we go out and like see it and i was like my initial reaction was is there a fire extinguisher and bob s was just like there's not a fire extinguisher big enough because he'd seen he knew yeah like, mobile homes are whole... hollow yeah it's metal sheeting with best bet paneling on the inside but in between that thin wood paneling and the outside metal sheeting is insulation which is highly flammable yeah that thing just then that draft was just oh yeah the wind was blowing um we were there till like two or three in the morning because three fire departments showed up wow um they had us make statements and then i mean they kind of blocked us in but we had to be there as maintenance guys anyways to log damage you know we're there doing one duty might as well double duty it right but the moment that we were like, this is this is insanity as we're standing outside, we'd walked to a like a gas station across the way and got coffee. We're standing there and they're spraying hoses all over mm -hmm. the shell. It's snowing. And the fire hose water would go up and you know, the majority of it's hitting the house, but you're just seeing like 25, 30% of it going off as snow before it really like gets halfway to the house. Right, so it freezes before it can hit. Yeah. As we're drinking our coffee, the coffee that's going up into the lid freezes on top of the lid. Wow. And our mustaches are just icicles. And this guy is, you know, with his daughters before the fire department's getting there, because it, it really only took him like maybe 10 minutes to get there. Yeah, that's not and They bad. put it out, it was cool, like, damn, that was fast. Yeah. Um, he's standing there with his kids warming himself by his own trailer fire. Oh my God, dude. That's such a tragic. And what do I, what God. am I going to do? I'm cold as shit. So I go over and I kind of do the same thing where it's right. like, I, I'm sorry. You know, in the yeah. paper we read later that it was an electrical failure in his bedroom. So mm -hmm. it was nowhere near where we were. So yeah, as you were. Oh my yeah. God. We, me and Bob about we shit our pants. We thought <laughs> yeah. we were going to lose our, I have. Uh, an insane style of insurance policy to cover me yeah. for exactly that kind of accident. Yeah. And I thought for sure I was going to get sued, just pants off, no yeah. car, everything was going to be taken because he didn't, he didn't own that trailer. I was about to ask if he was renting because that changes the game. He yeah. didn't own that trailer. So that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. don't believe he had renter's insurance on it. Oh. So he was just left dick in hand. Whatever money he had in his account is what he had after that fire. Everything else he owned was just. Yeah, man, that's fucking tragic. And like that, oh, shit like yeah. that probably happens more than people realize. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, stuff, things in that nature, in that vein where it seems like a, you know, oh, 15 minutes, your life has changed. Yeah. That kind of thing mm -hmm. where like a house falls down and crushes somebody and it's like, damn, <laughs> damn, I knew that guy. Yeah. And then I got a call, oh, a tree branch fell down, someone got hurt. You show up, and it's the paramedics wheeling someone out, and you're like, oh, I thought you guys said someone got hurt. And they're like, no. Remember that guy who lived here? You know, he's got those two daughters. And shit hit him in the head while he was sleeping. Like, Ooh. oh, yeah. <clears throat> and the customer service side, for me, as a maintenance guy, when something like that happens or mm. someone breaks in, is to make a police report on behalf 
of the company, like, oh, yeah. I'm the maintenance guy. Yeah. I logged these damages mm -hmm. because if they have to take it to court, you know, they want to be able to say, oh, these damages are filed against plaintiff or whatever it is. Yeah. But um, funny enough, the other story I have that's creepy is the um, same trailer park. We get a call. Yeah. <laughs> and we get a call yeah. about removing stuff from a guy who passed away yeah now when they said that they didn't explain any more than that so i show up on you know at the property mm -hmm. and i pull in and there's another guy there and he's standing outside and he's a guy who's a church going man he doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke okay but he's standing outside with like he's got a, a gatorade bottle it's clearly just full of water yeah and he's He's pallid, and he's got his hand on his head. Like, he's just like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell? And I'm pulling up like, all right, maybe it's just dirty. You know, yeah. I've seen people move out of a home and unplug the fridge with, like, a chicken inside. Yeah. To be spiteful. Just and be now it's and Yeah, it's just stinky, yeah. and it's maggots, whatever. So I'm thinking, it's just dirty. Yeah. Because I know that the guy who lived there was yeah. an old man. Yeah, so maybe he couldn't take care of himself very well. Uh, I knew him. He was able. To yeah. Get up, move around. You okay. know. But he was on oxygen. Okay. And the guy who's there is like, I don't even know. I don't think I can go back in. And I was like, what? That bad? You've what seen a lot doing? of shit, too. Yeah. yeah so it's like, and yeah. so I go up to the door, and like I open it, and the trailer's largely normal. Oh, and there's a TV, there's a couch, there's a kitchen with some you know, dry goods, there's a fridge, whatever. But in the center of the living room, there's a black square with like two, or a black rectangle with yeah. these two weird outjuttings at the front pointing towards the TV. And I'm looking at it, and I've been in the guy's trailer before, and I've yeah. seen him before. So I know that what sat there was a chair that faced the TV. Okay. And I'm kind of like looking at it and smelling, and there's like a liquid on the floor. Ugh. And that's, in, in that's the carpet. Never, that's never a good thing. Yeah. So I kind of take stock of everything, and then I walk outside, and I'm like, hey, man, like what happened? And yeah. he's like, the old man was on oxygen, and he fell asleep smoking a cigarette and what happens is the oxygen catches on fire like it's not an open flame yeah. like the way like oh i lit a match it's mm -hmm. the smoldering flame after you light a match and you blow it out and you see like the embers climbing up the match yeah the oxygen is feeding it but it's not an open flame it cooked him from head to toe from the tip of his cigarette down that's fucking insane. And the outjuttings on the rectangle were yeah. where his feet were when he burned. Like, he burned all the way. And the liquid that was on the floor fat. was human fat. Yeah. <laughs> that had rendered. Yeah. It was just on the floor. Ugh. The smell. Yeah. The, like, having met that guy. Nice and then going that. in and seeing a spot Ugh. and being yeah. like, that spot. That yeah. spot's him. Yeah, dude. That's fucking crazy. I'm looking at... 15% of a human being yeah. in the carpet. That's kind of a cool way to go, though. It was very metal, <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> dude, you went out fuck. in kind of like a... Not in a ball of flame, but... <laughs> it's like the hellfire, like brimstone took you. Well, because I guess when they, like, yeah. someone called the, the fire department yeah. because there was smoke coming out of the windows. 
Oh, man. And I guess that when the fire department well, got neighbors there. Neighbors burning bacon or something. Well, no, they had to do a yeah. special thing because they couldn't open the door. Backdraft. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. open the door, mm-hmm. uh, that the ember will burn out all the oxygen and the flame will rush in and blow up. Yeah. But, um, so they had to do this, like, a vacuum thing where, like, they put a tube in and they exchange mm-hmm. air. Yeah. And then they open it. But I guess he was a piece of, like, crispy Dude, critter. That's he insane, was just charred. Man. I mean, I guess when it's your time, it's your time. I mean, ultimately, that's obviously tragic. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at it, but it's like, that's so crazy. No, I mean, it, like, okay, there's no, I would just, say that there's no harm in recognizing a situation being like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's ludicrous. That's yeah, oh yeah. It. I it's mean, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's ludicrous in the, in my mind, I'd spoken to that man six months yeah, ago. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, I know him. He's just this old kook. And then you find out he's yeah. just a briquette. Now you guys do you well you don't necessarily do evictions but you go oh we do do evictions oh, okay. oh yeah I found a lot of fun stuff that's um uh, people getting evicted for like either non-payment or sound complaints or too many police calls uh, you can get evicted for sound complaint if you get enough of them so if, if you're, you're considered well evicted, if you're considered yeah. like a public nuisance okay what will happen cool. is the neighbors around you can basically ask to have you evicted. Wow. And you can fight that. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff where, like, if you're willing to fight a thing, mm. if, you, if you've got the money and you've got a good enough lawyer, you can fight anything. <laughs> right. You know, and that's just part of that. But um, at least once I've gone into a place where someone either moved out or was evicted, and I found handgun ammo, I found knives, yeah. I found a couple, like, throwing axes or swords. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we've definitely found illicit substances yeah. left, right, and center. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of two things. Either it's a teenager's moving out and you find a little bag of swag weed. Yeah. Or on the opposite side, it's when a, like an old grandpa moves out. Yeah. And you find swag weed and cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you find some needles and shit too. Uh, you know yeah. It, well, yeah. and this is one of those like, I yeah. love Canton. But the number of times I've gone into a downtown home to mm-hmm. clean out and to like, you know, paint and redo stuff where I found like the kid's pencil kit, like yeah. the, the the sketch box thing that you used to get at school. You keep all your pencils, colored pencils, just needles, yeah. bags of yeah. I have found substances. I'm not really well versed in a lot of the harder drugs. <laughs> right. So when You're I find a thing, I'm just like, well, gig, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I got a pretty good idea. Yeah. It's you know, like, we've. I've had to call the cops because it's like, I'm pretty sure, I, I don't want to put you off, and I don't want to make you freak out, but it's either a line of cocaine or someone is very, very well, like, they're measuring out what looks like baking soda. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> they're I, OCD and they're making yeah, cupcakes. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, I, a teaspoon at a time. <laughs> I assume that yeah. he wasn't lining up sugar to put on Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. Or that, you know, this spoon that I'm seeing wasn't used to, like, make caramel. It just single drops of meant, caramel. Yeah, just like, being that naive, though, like, I wonder why he's burning his spoons. Is that yes. like your cereal taste? Yep, and you're like, dude, <laughs> This guy must eat a lot of ice cream, just uses a lighter. Um, one of one of my favorite things where, uh, God, God forbid my wife ever listens to this. Um, one of the things that I found that made me smile, but in the same note, I was like, this is disgusting because... Uh, these people and B, ooh, it's fun because mm, the worst kind of voyeurism. <laughs> Had a guy get evicted, younger guy. I don't know exactly what happened. I think he was in the hospital 
for some reason. Yeah. Like, I think he was in a car crash or something. But then when he got out of the hospital, he just quit his job and stopped paying rent. Oh. And they were like, look, we're sorry. Like, we understand that you were injured, but you can't just stop paying your yeah, rent. Yeah, that's not how it works. Well, no, and when, when we went to a victim, he was fully mobile. Like, he could have... He could have worked right beside so me, and it would have been normal. Weird he was kind of like a kind of a deadbeat guy. Yeah. Um, but we went in, and he was openly like a nerd, which I love because mm-hmm. when you do an eviction, you're taking everything and you're setting it on the sidewalk. Yeah. Just off property. And that means that once it hits the sidewalk, someone's just walking by and they see something really cool. Yeah. There's no illegality by of taking it because you're setting it out with the intent of saying. Whoever was evicted has the option of coming to get it, yeah. but we are not responsible for what happens. And it's not like you don't tell people you're going to evict exactly. them. Like they yeah. get at least a you couple get a notices. notice. Like yeah. they're not just going to show up. Hey, you missed rent. Yep. Once get the fuck no, out. Like, that's not no. How that yeah. Works. Um. Yeah. But you know he's upset and he doesn't. He came by and picked up guitars. Like he had guitars, but he had a shit ton of books and yeah. like all this nerd stuff that he didn't t- take because he was mm. so upset. Which I happily was like. I'll take full sets of books. Yeah. Like when you're going to leave a whole set of Lord of the Rings behind, I'm not going to leave it on the sidewalk to get covered in rain. I'm going to pick it up and be like, these are yeah. worth my time. But one of the things that he left behind, everybody has that drawer mm-hmm. that's just full of random stuff. Yeah. Some people have multiple drawers. I've got one in the kitchen. It's like, oh, this is dumb kitchen stuff. Everybody and has. I, yeah, I've got yeah. one upstairs where it's like, this is dad's randomized shit <laughs> yeah and he had one in his computer desk mm-hmm. i could tell he was kind of a neckbeard just fine i got no yeah. problem with neckbeards i'm kind of a neckbeard a little myself a little bit in spirit i'm an attic beard <laughs> i sit in my attic and i craft stuff yeah. so that's a different matter but mm-hmm. i open this drawer and there's flash drives oh that was like those are useful yeah. i can use a flash drive so i set them out on the sidewalk you know, I leave them there for the day. At the end of the day, I came back. They were still there. So I grabbed two or three because they were actually nice ones. Like, they were the $10, like, 60 gig- gigabyte oh, sticks. Nice. They yeah. were worth it. So I, I grabbed them. And I went back home. And I was like, all right. So the first thing is, you know, we'll hook them up to my poo-poo computer that's disconnected from the internet mm-hmm. and from my home network. So if there's anything bad on them, I, I can just delete it. I was just about to say, it. just putting random thumb drives on shit's Well, yeah, idea. exactly. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to delete them, clear them, yeah, and then yeah. I'll, I'll use them on my computer. Yeah. You know, right? like some child porn. I don't want to see that. Just well, delete it. Well, I open it up, and the first one is yeah. he thought he was a musician, which is fine. That's fine. So it's him playing yeah. some music and a mm-hmm. couple songs. And then halfway down on one, it w- because one, the, like, the first one I put on was just like, an album list of his own stuff. Okay. And then uh, text documents where he'd written down lyrics and stuff. So he was trying to make like an album. Mm-hmm. And partway down, it switches from audio files, text files, okay. to short video files. Oh, yeah. And it was a neckbeard with what can only be described as like the female equivalent of a neckbeard. Having... What I assume they thought was raunchy sex. Oh no! Which to me <laughs> was like I thought you were gonna say him playing his guitars. No, no, it was like it was two, oh, no. it was two walruses <laughs> fighting over a fucking taco in the street. Like you see it and you're just like I don't even know what that is. What's going on? And then you turn your head. Can't tell where one body or, stops. Exactly. You know begins. the camera yeah. turns and you realize you're like, oh, oh, oh. 
Was someone else filming it? No, or? it was them, and that was why it was like I couldn't kind of tell what was oh, going because it's like yeah. him trying to hold the uh, phone behind himself as he's like hitting yeah. it. And like, yeah, he's trying to be his own fucking cameraman. Yeah. So there's like a weird, odd, like self <laughs> selfie stick arm oh, as he's like man. banging a chick, and yeah. she's. I'm not trying to be mean, but there's like scraw, you know, not really. She's got the nerd curly hair. She's hey. got the fupa top, like a, a muffin top yeah. thing going, and she's got the scraggly teeth. One eye looks like 17 degrees off to one side. <laughs> How long did you watch this? Well, no, okay, no, okay. This is the thing. Is like that fill that that flash drive. I was like, all right, like I see. There's like four of these. Yeah. I'm alone. I'm gonna watch like the first ten seconds of each one. So <laughs> I, I, I watch him. Yeah, I watch like, him. I have to see what this yeah, is. Yeah, and that, that's fine. Yeah. So I I clear that when I delete everything. <laughs> Copyright infringement. Right. I delete it. It's all. not like you really want that, but you're like, no shit. Yeah. I plug in the other thumb drives. Yeah. The uh, I think I I think there were six of them in total. Mm. The other five. Yeah. Were just that. And then it devolved. Like, I could tell. I could see. I could watch the psychological downturn of this young man. Because as I watched him, I was like, okay, hang on. I think in my head I can put them in sequence. Because, like, one you put in, and it's, (laughs) like, him with that same girl. Yeah. But there's clearly some age difference. Where you're like, okay, they're a little older. Yeah. And then you watch one where it's just, like, and that was a weird point where, you, you know, I put one in, and it's just him. Yeah. Oh, he's just jerking off or something? Yeah, just doing weird shit or like monologuing to himself. Oh, so he was like... Oh, he was you, going you out there. You see him he was, towards the yeah. eviction. Oh, I, can, I could, yeah. like I said, I you could watch the yeah. psychological downturn. That's actually kind of fascinating. In this young guy. Uh, yeah, I, and, well, because you read too. his lyrics. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so I have a kind of good feeling of what you think your music is. Yeah. Now I see how you treat like your most intimate moment. Yeah, it's and like now I hear your monologue of God. I really wish my music could take off and like, ah oh, man, I really love this girl because she kind of lets me do whatever I want. And you're like, yeah. oh my, I can see, yeah. like this is a bad turn for you. Mm-hmm. And then you know, partway through, it's him just like this girl being like, oh yeah, daddy, get it, daddy, <laughs> daddy, get it, daddy, daddy, get it, get it, yeah. daddy. And you all is on the opposite side. And for me, you know, I have to. I'm sitting there alone, and everybody's like, oh, Andy's dirty. He's jacking off to this. It's like, nah, you can't really do that. When halfway through this, he turns his selfie stick arm to himself and just, Uh, like, smiles at the camera uh, and gives, like, the wink and nod. You're like, oh, my God. This is, like, yeah, well. It's fucking, it's American Psycho. Yeah. Where he's, like, banging her in the mirror, and he looks over at the camera, like, the mirror, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, thumbs up. And you're like. But man, you're, you're the like his, worst cave troll I've ever yeah, seen so in my his life. Yeah, brain made that narcissistic switch somewhere mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like, I deserve more. I've been working so hard and like all this. That's, well, and when you see this level of uh, girl, weird. and yeah. this is that thing where it's like that that girl mm-hmm. is one of those girls who would wear like the dog collar uh, and be like, oh, put me on a leash and yeah. move me around. Because, you know, she'd be wearing it yeah. and he would be holding like a, a, a like a little leather leash or whatever while mm-hmm. he's banging her. And I'm not against, like, you know, I wouldn't kink shame anybody, but it's like, how consensual is it to a certain extent? Uh, I I would, I always posit. Sometimes it's kind of sad. Yeah, I would posit (laughs) that stuff like that is part of that misallocated sexual energy Mm -hmm. that people get where it's like, oh, man, I, at some point in my life, 
like I saw a huge set of tits and now that's a bar for me imprinted in yeah, yeah. on mm-hmm. sexuality yeah and I think that that when you see when you see sexual acts of that nature mm-hmm. or and this is one of those funny things that I noticed kind of now stepping back listening to myself talk about this yeah when you watch those you can tell when a guy has been brought up watching too much porn Mm-hmm. Because his sex positions don't make any fucking sense yeah, unless there's like, a guy standing right there. It's yeah. like who's you that? Can, yeah. yeah, you can see him trying to like hold the camera under his own ass so yeah. he can see like the doggy style he's like doing to her. But you're like, shit. oh yeah. man, all you're doing is zooming in on your own butt. Like, yeah, please. it's like oh, no, one wants no, to see no, that. you know. And then you got to ask yourself: this means that this young man yeah. was so intent on getting this content, yeah, he filmed it on his phone. Well, he turned into a sex addict, and basically. He either, yeah, happened. he yeah. either mailed it to himself mm-hmm. or pulled it off his SIM card. And, like, I took, like, six of these USB yeah. drives, but there had to have been 30. How many oh other women? God. Or how deep did the rabbit hole go? Did I only skim the top of, like, right. him descending into madness? Or was it at the bottom? Or is there video? Is it, was there videos of him just, like, beating up women that I should have been like, oh, I need to take these to the cops. Or but it, I was just like, no, nah, I'm going to erase yeah, them. And put after like, a certain point, you're like, I can't be filling my head with this uh, shit anymore. Yeah. Well, it's like the worst. You don't want to get like one man, one cup situation. Yeah, or so, you don't know what you're going to see. That's it's like... the worst version of like 4chan <laughs> where there's yeah. there's no censor. There's no yeah. one saying you can't post X, Y, or Z because it's just mm-hmm. the inside of that kid's head. Right. Well, you know, this is a good warning to people then. If you're going to get evicted or some shit, like, that's not your shit anymore, pretty oh, much, yeah, unless no. you take it. So, hey, well, man. and I always tell folk, like, oh, yeah. you think you're going to fight an eviction? Have fun. I yeah. mean, you've got probably, you legally, you've got like a month. But if you can't afford your rent, how the fuck are you going to get a lawyer? Well, like, because yeah. in the, at the end of the day, if an owner really wants to screw you, mm-hmm. he'll just, you just sell it to the bank. The bank will evict you. Yeah. That means that, like, Two court officers and a bailiff will show up and bodily take you and your family out of that house and be like, right, oh, dude. no, we just sold it. So you're evicted right now. There's yeah. not a, oh, you know, you don't get a month. No. You're evicted. The bank owns it. We're knocking it down tomorrow. So unless you yeah, want to die, like, you need to get out. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, boy, you thought you were having trouble with getting evicted in a week. Like, no, no, no. It can be worse. Yeah. It can be way worse. Yeah, thank God that's never happened to me. And I do feel for some of those people because, like, a lot of them, like you said, they're getting, like, heroin or something like that. It's game over, man. Mm-hmm. It's like you're either going to get evicted or you're going to do some fentanyl and die. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've known more than one person has died from that shit. So don't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, you're getting pretty much just don't start anything anymore because it might kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, and but, nowadays, um, yeah. I've been warned. Well, because I've had to call the police at least once to like come pick up a substance or something I didn't know. Right, like, like I'm not touching that shit. You well, don't know when what's you come a bag, yeah, yeah, when you come across a box, like a box of needles mm-hmm. that are clearly used with like, yeah. a bag and stuff that is covering them, yeah. I just call the cops because yeah. the first time I did it, it was for I think it was like a heroin spoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a spoon, and then some stuff that went with it yeah and i just called the cops and i was like i don't want to even deal with this i don't want to throw it away because then someone's gonna find it or x y or z or yeah. i'm gonna get it on me well, you're and like, theoretically are you in possession as soon as you grab and that's it? part of the whole like i'm not gonna even touch this i'm yeah. gonna leave it exactly where it sits i'm just gonna call the cops yeah but i've had them tell me like 
don't ever touch anything because with that fentanyl, yeah. that but one police officer is like just touched like a tabletop and mm-hmm. was dead in like hours yeah. because the stuff just killed him. Yeah. So I don't touch shit. Yeah. Or if I do, it's like, well, let me go grab my triple thick gloves because screw you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck all that, man. You don't get paid enough for that shit. <laughs> no. Well, on, nobody really does. On the other hand, I yeah. have at least been in a kitchen where all the cooks would start up their shift with like the, oh, yeah, hey, let's go. Whoa, Dude, I'm sure you've seen that Good Morning America clip where they mm-hmm. catch that one guy's like, whoops. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Just and, sniffing the counter. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. When you, when you see a chef moving at light speed at 6 a.m., it might be because he's actually got lightning in his veins. Yeah, he might have been up all night just getting hooted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i've heard a lot of stories about drugs in kitchens especially like not to judge oh, anybody yeah. but i know like if you're a felon it's hard to find a job and oh, sometimes yeah. a kitchen will hire you and you might be on the straight and narrow you might not what sucks about that though is that if you're like an ex-con and you're trying to do the right thing and you're around that shit it's like it's hard, come yeah. on man so it's like they yep. kind of force you to be in an environment that's bad for mm-hmm. you and the next thing you know you're getting in trouble again yeah. it's poor shit it's a stacked system um i started smoking yeah. because mm-hmm. i work in a kitchen Oh, yeah, that's what Karen and I are talking about um, with the gas station. I smoked every hour yep. on the hour because uh-huh. it's like that's the only way I got a break. We didn't get a lunch yep. break or anything like that. Well, when you see another person go, oh, I'm going to take 15 minutes. Yeah, what the fuck? And it's like, <laughs> I'm, I don't smoke and I'm healthy and yeah. I should be the one who gets a break and they shouldn't get a break to get them to stop. So, fuck you, give me a cigarette. Yeah. Yep. So you buy pack cigarettes mm-hmm. and the next day you take your eight breaks. Because yeah, fuck you. Because, yeah, if everyone else gets to. Yeah. And like I said, if you're like that dick, like, Oh, I want to do a fresh air break. They'll like act like you're yeah. an asshole. It's, it's like, like no. what the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's totally a double standard. You must engage in this unhealthy habit if you want to have this perk at work. Like it's so crazy. It is funny because now that I think of it, many of the servers that I've known mm-hmm. would uh I mean, literally keep like a flask. Really? On them. Yeah, hard liquor. Well, That's funny. imagine dealing with every Karen in Cantons. Yeah. Disorderly children. Right. That would drive you to drink. Take the edge off. Well, yeah. you can't smack them. You can't tell them you've been bad. You can't really even admonish them. Yeah. All you can do is smile as a lump of pasta hits you in the back <laughs> while you turn around to walk away from this right. table. And you know that a meatball is now rolling around on the ground and you've mm. got a circle on the back of your white shirt yeah. at the beginning of a shift because this lady can't keep her seven-year-old son Then you got to buy a new fucking shirt because, of course, the company is cheap. And oh, yeah. Are you yeah. – and what are you going to do? Stop, take off your shirt, launder it mid-shift? <laughs> right. Obviously not. No. Yeah. And as I said, I usually give people working at the counter anywhere and, like, waitresses and all that, like, the like, benefit of the doubt because yeah. it's like, I do not know what's been happening in your day. Mm-hmm. It's like you could be going through, like, a divorce – you could have just had like a table full of assholes, whatever. So your grandpa who lives in a trailer park could have just <laughs> caught himself and burned to death because of a cigarette, right, like left a puddle on the ground. You Somebody know, you knew know. that guy <laughs> had that day. Like that's fucking crazy. Well, and that's why I say when I go out to eat, it's usually like every server, no matter how good or bad you are, is gonna get eight, ten bucks. Yeah. No matter what, because I've been in the position where it's like, I had a shit day, and I just don't want to look you in the face. I'm sorry. Yeah, as I've heard people like, oh, they forgot to bring out ketchup. Like, no tip for them. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It's got to be a little worse than that. Like, if they're just coming to, like, here's your fucking food and throw it in my face. Uh-huh. Yeah, then you're not getting a tip. But, 
But even like that one time when we went to that steakhouse, I felt sketchy because like we had to go, so we like left like our money. And yeah. Just, like, a pretty good tip. I'm like, I hope nobody fucking took that. Yeah. It wasn't her because that'd be so shitty. It's like she did a good job. Like, yeah. Like at that table with like fucking eight. Yep. Like seniors. Old women, and they yeah. wouldn't leave. They just kept talking. Uh, how hot is the baked potato? Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like yeah, you can just tell her like, oh my God, I have all these other tables to do, and these people are asking about everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen like, I've seen people complain there's too much ice in their ice water. Oh my god. Where it's just like, how? Well, then wait a minute. Yeah. Literally give it 30 seconds. I promise you, some of that ice yeah. is going to go away. Yeah, dude. Mm. Just... Oh, I, I'm sensitive to you. Well, I gave you a straw. Yeah, it's like, what do you want? Well, I don't like to drink out of straws. The plastic hurts my throat. Well, then. Maybe you should bring your own water. I don't my know. lord, hang yeah. on. <laughs> Let me go get you something to right. appease you. I mean, and what are you going to say? No, piss off. No, you have to kind of bow and scrape. And mm-hmm. I've always found that it's kind of your thing where if you tell them no and you smile at the same time, it just <laughs> makes them angry. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, I can't do that. And then yeah. it's just, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, like a lot of times people like at Burlington, they'll be like, oh, can I get like a discount on this? Uh, nope. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, why? Like, give me a good reason why. Pretty much, and they'll be like, well, I seen like another shirt that looks nope. like it that's marked down, and this one isn't. Like, is it a different shirt? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, then no. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I hate when people do that. Like, just constantly, or like they'll straight up like scuff something on purpose. It'll be like, oh, the soles of these shoes got some scuffs on. Can you mark them down? Like, you just you... watch them slamming that shoe against the ground, <laughs> right. like on the camera. It's like the second you step outside, yeah, the bottoms are going to be like, what are you, t- like, yeah. yeah. They were scuffed. Yeah, people just make shit up. And we get shoplifters in there all the time, like I said. We used to have this, like we had um, in the baby department, these big hampers, and people would just stuff those full of shit and run out the back doors. You hear the alarm going off. There's nothing we could do about it because you're not allowed to block that door. Yeah. It's an emergency uh-huh. exit. So they just pull the car around the back of the building, just do, just dart out. God. So like the closest thing we could ever do is like if we saw them come in on the cameras doing it, like someone can just like hang out over there. So now I can't do my job. So I'm just standing by this door and they're waiting. And what they'll do is they'll just ditch the cart and walk out. They yep. don't steal Sorry. anything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's like the most theft deterrent we could do. It's so stupid. I'm trying to think, I don't really get theft on my end. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard. You uh, can't really steal from a restaurant. You know, you I get can't. I get the opposite side in yeah. maintenance where it's not people trying to steal stuff, it's people trying to hide stuff. Oh yeah. And you've got a guy mm-hmm. who clearly has a, like three cats in a closet. Oh yeah. The house smells not like kitty pets. litter. And there's, yeah. there's a kitty litter and food bowls. Yeah. And he's trying to very nonchalantly be like, no, 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 I babysat my cats for a neighbor like a week ago. I just yeah. haven't taken this stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't don't worry about that. That's the neighbor's cat. He's really loud. Like, yeah, I can see the tail That's coming out from underneath that off. fucking yeah. door. You idiot. Uh huh. <laughs> door. What is that? It's a oh, one it's of a my gremlin. one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Call. You know, get an emergency call. Oh, the water's not working. I have a leak. Mm-hmm. Okay, show up to the house. Knock on the door. Young, twenty-four mm, year old guy opens the door. Just a crack. Looks me in the face and says, uh, "Who are you?" Oh, I'm I'm from Clear Sky, or I'm here from blah blah blah. I'll bleep it out. You know, that's fine. I almost don't give a shit. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm here to see about your leak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give me just one minute. Hear the door shut, and you hear the scrambling of people like 
clearing tables, <laughs> wrapping up bongs, <laughs> just like bags of marijuana getting stuffed into couch cushions. Right. You walk in, you get hit with the wave mm -hmm. of just like dank stank. Yeah. You go down into the basement to find the leak. And he's like, oh, uh, don't. Don't mind uh, my basement. It's just dirty. It's like it's there's piles of stuff, but then a sheet that cuts off half of the fucking basement. And you're like, man, it's like 98 degrees down in this basement. What the hell is that? Right. Why does it sound like there's three fans going? Right. I don't even care. You know, there's a measurement box right there with neutral grow in the yeah. corner. And you're like, hmm. Uh, okay, so two things happen. Yeah. A, I don't care. Yeah. I'm here to fix your your drain. Mm -hmm. I don't really care, you know. And B, you acting like nothing, nothing is amiss. Yeah. Where clearly there's like, I can just I can smell it. Yeah. I can feel the heat. Yeah. You know, I'm standing in your basement looking at the water meter, the other meter, like the, the all the meters are going, the electric <laughs> is going. Yep. The the water is going. It's like, well, I know you're not running any water because I'm standing beside your main drain. Yeah. And this electric, the, the, the electricity right now only gets pulled if you're running like three AC units. Right. And right now it's the winter. The basement is 98 <laughs> degrees. I yeah. know what's happening. I just like a balmy basement. Yeah. Now. And they're, oh, uh, <laughs> or when somebody. We're having a Hawaiian party. <laughs> when somebody tries to like yeah. very surreptitiously like hide the stem on a bong by turning it the other way and like acting like Flower standing base. in front of it yeah they stand in front of it <laughs> yeah. like you didn't just see it right or someone who very quickly like grabs all the roaches out of their ashtray yeah and like you see them have the moment of oh shit i don't want to throw these away i'll just put them in my pocket and it's like now you just smell like weed man dude i went i lived in Akron for a year with a bunch of guys up there and we rented through his uh varsity rentals and they would show us through houses and people literally just pay, like passed out in their bed with like beer mm -hmm. bottles and shit around them back and this is the other room yeah <laughs> like they did like like and that happened to me a couple of times they get like knock knock they open it and there'd be like four people just standing there and i'm like in my underwear in my bed like hey cool like they just and like it was part of the contract they're just like yeah we're gonna start yeah. showing houses and mm -hmm. there'd be bongs and shit they'd just pretend it wasn't there but yeah. dude we fucked that house up mm -hmm. so like i don't know like i've told you about some of the parties and stuff we had where, like the whole floor was like moving and i thought the floor was just gonna it collapse go. into the basement oh my god like see yeah dude the floor everything was just sticky like a bar just oh. <laughs> Like, I had to wear shoes everywhere in my oh house, my dude. God. It was so bad. It was only for a year, though, so it was whatever. But, yeah, we're just that party house. It was gross. That is what I would call a trap house. Dude, I've, like, had it. Like, I'd go upstairs and be, like, my door would be closed. I'd open it up because I forgot to lock it. And there'd be people, like, in my bed. Get the fuck out yeah, of my who bed. The hell? Like, that only happened once or twice. And I caught it both times before anything really happened because, I like, it popped on my head to be playing beer pumping. Hmm. There's a lot of people here. There's uh -huh. nobody about to hook up in my room. So, yeah, fuck God. that. But I've had the opposite too. I came home. I used to work midnights, and I came home at like five in the morning. This like pretty good looking chick was sleeping in my bed, so You're I just like, like got in okay. bed. Okay, nothing happened. Yeah, but like yeah, I was like sure. sure. Yeah. I I don't have anything like that. Sadly, I yeah. don't have any um. That's forever. You know, ago. ladies in towels on the maintenance side. <laughs> but I have had the no Mrs. Johnson's. No, kind of, nope. I yeah. I have definitely walked up to a house mm. and had my knuckles like an inch from the door, ready to knock when yeah. I hear the sounds of like insane not sex not love making but like that dirty fucking like the slapping yeah 
And then, you know, it's yeah. you, oh, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette for five minutes. You go out, you sit yeah. in your truck, you smoke a cigarette. Hey, that's considerate of you because, like, other guys might just be like, eh. Well, what I do is I'll give it five and then I'll kind of call. I'll usually try to call and then I'll just not because it's like I'm not going to waste more than a couple minutes. Yeah, you're not going to wait all day. Right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I love the dichotomy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like this 28-year-old girl comes out. She's dressed like she's from hospice care. Yeah. Nice looking girl. This leaves. Fifty four year old man answers the door. Oh shit! And then I'm thinking, is that, is he, is he masturbating with her in the house? And she hears it. Like she, he's just watching porno. Is he banging her as a hospice care worker? Or is that a hooker who's just dressed up because he's he like, like, I a have a fantasy about fucking my nurse. Hey, like, some of those girls look good as girls. And that's man. part of that, like, yeah. man, there's a three-pronged problem happening. I wish I knew the answer. I'm just here to fix the, the heat. Yeah, so many questions. Yeah. Um, and they never get answered because I can't You can't ask. ask. Yeah. I can't interface with that person. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. I'll see couples coming to Burlington. I'm like, what's their story? Or uh -huh. I'll see especially younger couples. I'll be like, that chick is way hotter than that dude. But I was like, that's how it was for me in high school. Like, my girlfriend was way hotter than me. He's like, she'll figure it out eventually. She did. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be like, man, that guy doesn't know how. I hope he's getting it in now because he doesn't know how lucky he is. Like, that's never going to happen for him again. My, <laughs> my, my ex-girlfriend was so crazy. Mm -hmm. She joined a cult, and that cult kicked her out and then made a website to tell people, look out for this girl. <laughs> oh She's crazy. When a cult Kicks has to tell people you're crazy. This bitch is nuts. <laughs> yeah, and now you've reached a yeah. new level of warning. Red flags, red flags. Right. Oh, my God, dude. And she, yeah. she worked in customer service. Yeah. She worked in customer yeah. service, and I could never understand I mean, actually, now I do, where it's like, oh, you could just hire anybody. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah, Burlington would do that. We're, we're grasping at straws. Yeah. Like, you see some guy coming with his pants sagging to his mm -hmm. ass, like, well, I guess we need something to do it. So it's like... He's got three teeth. Can he read? Maybe. Hire maybe. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, they would, especially around Christmas, dude, hire fucking anybody with a pulse. And then, like I said, they're part-time. They don't give a fuck. Like, mm -hmm. You know what's going on. Yep. So, yeah, and I'm on register at the time. And blah, 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 blah. You know how it is. It's just, it's all a nightmare. <laughs> and yep. the problem is, like, it really could be, like, an easy job. But then, like I said, the coworkers. People want to slack. Yeah, everybody slacks off. And it's like, oh, can you go help so-and-so in their department? Like, no, I got my own shit to deal with. And they should have had that done. Like, I'm not going to do my work and theirs. God forbid you're a proficient worker anywhere. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. they just keep giving you more and more responsibilities for the same fucking pay. Be indispensable, not irreplaceable. Yeah, that dude, that's perfect. Because that's what I tell them. I was like, yeah. you, none of you want to go get the cribs and shit. I'm the only guy here. So you have to deal with some of my bullshit. Yeah. You don't want to get rid of me. Yeah. Yeah, and I know how to do everything. So it's like, but I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure I got fired. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been because, back. Yeah, not to put a, too fine a date on this. I mean, the Rona stuff's still happening. And um, they're like, I was furloughed for a long time, but then they said on the 15th that I was going to get fired unless things change, but they've never called me or anything. So it's, uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but yeah, I did get like yeah. a $70 check from them last week. So I'm wondering if that was like a little glass bit they owed me and then I'm fired now. Uh... <laughs> they said though, if I wanted to come back, I could reapply as part-time. So Suck me But no. I don't even think I want to. I, yeah. told my, I told my boss, I was talking to him on the phone, I was like, Blow I me. might pursue part-time opportunities elsewhere. <laughs> he started me. laughing because I was like, I don't know if I want to come back. But no, I've willingly forfeited my full-time. 
because uh, one chick had a they were coming back anyways and one chick just had a baby i was like give it to her yeah i've got other things going on studio all that shit but well shit man we should probably wrap it up do you have yeah. any final thoughts or stories um, or anything i you know i i would just say that in closing that everybody who works in customer service Anybody who's actually doing it because they want to, yeah. it comes from a good place. Because for me, I I, I tell anybody this because it is it does make me feel good when you when you show up to a place and I guess to use your phrase, I'll put a you know, not too fine a point on it. When you show up to a place and you know the dad works, mm-hmm. the wife is home, and there are kids, and they both have lives, and the dishwasher doesn't work the toilet doesn't drain and a light fixture's out and the dad's working so hard he doesn't have time to get to it moms take care of the kids you show up and you can take care of that in like a half hour yeah and you can see one half of all the problems of that mother or father's just shit just wash off of them where it's like oh thank god yeah we can use that toilet now Mm-hmm. I don't. I can use that light. And I don't have to worry about tripping over stuff in the night. Oh, yeah. thank you. Now that drain works. That does feel good mm-hmm. when you see somebody actually be like, "Oh my God, thank you." Yeah, that really does make you feel good. You just lifted that weight off. The yeah. Shoulders. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that may not be a lot, but I would say that if I go to, because usually I hit four or five places a day. Yeah. When that happens four or five times, or even twice a day, that's good. It's a good feeling. I'm getting yeah. paid. And that person's life just got easier because I decided yeah. to, to concentrate for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I said, with the conversations and stuff we get on this podcast, it's easy to focus on the negative mm-hmm. stuff because those are the funny stories and yeah. stuff oh, too, yeah. the crazy shit. But yeah, it's like there is people that make it worth it. And there's definitely customers that would come in and be like, this guy's cool. You it's know? rewarding. And then it I would know like rewarding. I could just hang out and bullshit with this guy for like a half hour and just be like, I'm helping him shop. Mm-hmm. You yeah. said customer always comes first. This guy wants to come and tell me raunchy jokes for a half hour. I, I'm going to get paid to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I love it. Like this guy would come in and tell me the dirtiest jokes so like he'd tell me some stuff and then he'd be like okay this one really bad like give me your worst give yeah your let's worst. go yeah, let's go <laughs> and he had some bad ones yeah yeah but i'm like hey i gotta help the customer you know they'd be like well if i'm out of here i was just looking around yep. and <laughs> didn't buy anything well that's what yeah. i mean i think yeah. that at the end of the day mm-hmm. people who work in you know customer service long term yeah. are in it because not only does it pay your bills but you do feel rewarded when it works right it makes you a different kind of person you Toughens your skin up a lot, and it does make you appreciate well, the people yeah, that are. If you're if you're yeah. intelligent, you start looking at people yeah. like people rather mm-hmm. than customer. Yeah, because a customer is just a thing. That's an interaction. Yeah, and when that's a person, mm-hmm. it's a kind of a, a different matter. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's uh, same as stereotyping anything else. When you think of everybody as a herd or mm-hmm. a group, you know, when you're like, feeding them or you're yeah. going into their home is a whole lot different than when they're coming into your store. Yeah, and yep. doing a thing because mm-hmm. you're in their home. Yeah. You're in like a personal space. Yeah, you know, if you're like a hibachi chef, they're all up on you while you're doing your job. So <laughs> yeah. you're in the personal space. But. Right. So all Anyways. right. Well, hey man, let's get out of here. Thanks for coming on. Uh, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you I'll back. Look forward on to here. coming back. Oh yeah, definitely come back sometime. Uh, yeah. Until next time, everybody, stay safe out there. We love all you people in customer service. If you're having a rough day, just hang in there. It's just one day at a time. <laughs> You'll be all right. Trust me. All right. uh, Say goodbye, Andy. All right, folks. You have a good evening. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everybody. Paul from Promway Studios here. I want to thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard and want even more content like that, why not head on over to our website, promwaystudios.com. That's P-R-O-M. 
www.wayystudios.com. And guess what? Podcasting isn't even all we do. Not even close. While you're on the site, why not check out some of the latest musicians we've recorded? Are you in a death metal band and looking to drop the heaviest EP of all time? We can do that. Or perhaps you'd rather record the sweet, dulcet tones of your acoustic guitar. We could do that too. From rap to rock to pop to podcast, we can make your dream of finally recording that passion project of yours a reality. Again, the website is promwaystudios.com. Check it out and see what the best recording studio in the North Canton area can do for you. And until next time, stay safe, my friends. That's so. I love you. <laughs> I'm going to fix your mic like mine for next time. Okay. Because yeah. then you can talk with your hands. <laughs>